You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. I'm on size after festival tour. R.I.R. badges in their protest wall. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Free Speech on the Stand Up New York Labs network. Uh, I'm still honing out that intro. And it's going to be a fun thing when there's 7,000 episodes to go over all the intros and watch it get tighter and tighter. Yeah. Until it's just so polished that it's... <laughs> It, it sticks in your head like a catchy song. Yeah. <laughs> We're here with Dave Hill, a phenomenal musician and comedian with... Thank what you. a range you have, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't just mean musically. As far as... And I don't just mean your interests. As far as communities that you're accepted into. Yeah. I mean, when a person first sees you, they go, oh, he's an Anglophile who loves the kinks. Not today, though. And, and works in Vermont doing maintenance. Yeah, this is my uh, regular guy. Though, to be clear, this outfit is very expensive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, don't think this is like, it's regular, but like, if you look, applying closer expense, you'd be like, you'd be like oh, that's that's a really expensive, nice. You can tell by the stitching, the yeah, craftsmanship. Yeah, it's, it's quality. It stuff. looks like the kind of thing a Japanese guy wears when he wants to have a Vermont look. Yeah, yeah. This is basically me in a, in a nutshell. That's your Minus look. the Japanese. Japanese. You're a Japanese Americanophile. That's your look. Basically, yeah. That's a good look, by the way. It, yeah. It's very strong... expensive. Like their Red Wings are 500 bucks and their yeah. Levi's are, are vintage but never been worn. And Yeah, they show up. They come here and they don't mess around. They don't fuck Bam. around. Mark Jacobs, 1000 bucks. Bam. Move no, on no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. What are you talking about? I'm talking about when they get, uh, they'll wear like Pendleton or... Uh, oh, like the workman Yeah, when they stuff. go for the workman look. Yeah. They have all these, you know, 1950s brands. They're really good at fashion, huh? Yeah. Maybe it's because they're They're little, good at everything. You know what it might be? And I just made up this theory now. It might be because their little bodies are so sleek and hairless that they can just slip on anything that just slips on. I would love that. I mean, I don't have that. Luxury of no. weird patches of hair. We're hairy, and you, your zipper gets caught in your pubes. Yeah, and if po- pockets of arm fat. hairs ch- tugging <laughs> and reeking bo. They don't even have bo. No. Um, I've got a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about, so let's stop lying about the Japanese. Right. Uh, I want to get into just a number of things, but just to be clear before we start here, we've done this a few times, and I want you to know what's special about this show. The cameras. This show we kiss at the end for forty minutes. Wow! All right, yeah. you had me until the the time. Well, it's a weird. You know those jokes that are funny, funny, and then not funny, uh, repetitious thing, and then it gets funny again. Yeah, that's what happens. Oh, oh, like in the kissing, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hilarious, and then like minute two, I'm like, eh. here I am kissing. Yeah. You start thinking. I could thoughts. see that, and then yeah. it's funny, and then I get used to the taste, probably. Which <laughs> yes, is... and you'll get better at it. It's hard with beards. Yeah, I don't know. There's I mean, trick. I assume it's like when I have soup or chocolate milk, I have to sort of uh, do a duck face to get to the thing to avoid it. Is getting... it worth it? I mean, that's a great look. Oh, I don't have Dave. Without this, my chin isn't there. It's just mouth. Me too. Tie. I've actually thought I should grow a beard because I have no chin and I'm just this you have a chin. flabby. <sighs> no chin. I would kill my entire family for that. That's wow. Jay Leno to me. Wow. Yeah. Are you, Beaker right. looks like Jay Leno to me. 
<laughs> I would love but to. But I feel here. like I've seen you. Maybe I've never seen you without a beard. Oh, if you saw, you'd sort. see it in your nightmares for the rest of your life. Okay, this is good to know. But wait, the thing I'm trying to say is, no, we don't kiss for 40 minutes. That okay. was yet another lie. It was great. It's funny. It was a funny lie. That's yeah. what a joke is, right? A funny lie. Yeah, ba- <laughs> yeah basically. Uh, no, I want to get to the bottom of things. Yeah, get to it. That's that, that's what I'm saying this show is about, though. We don't sort of touch on stuff and say, well, maybe this, maybe that. Well, I think no, that right. this. We solve it. Yeah, we're, we're, it's a dagger force. It's just like, let's the lock the doors the way they made Trivial Pursuit. Let's lock the doors, undo our ties, order a pizza. We're writing all the questions over yeah. the next three days. Okay. So with homosexuality, by the time we were done, we'd know, are you born that way? How much of it is conditioned? Okay. Uh, what sh- uh, is gay marriage a good thing, bad thing? All that's solved. Tackling everything. So the president okay. could go, one of his aides could go, hey, uh, I know you guys are doing a thing. There's this show called Free Speech where they just get the bottom of shit. I'll, I'll send you the clip. I like how the, the title is like a weirdly like 19... 19- 50s a title <laughs> or what year what's a good year I like it's a very simple works. title I mean it's in black and white yeah yeah that, I mean the whole thing is coming together well nicely. we're in an epoch where it's free speech is just as bad as it was actually worse than McCarthyism I think because McCarthyism at least they were going after an evil that exists communism yeah. but I think this is more we're in a, political correctness is more like the witch hunts where we're going after something that isn't there well, people, you know, I think most people hate themselves on some level. Uh-huh. And some people not quite enough. Well, but, white uh, people in particular hate, are ashamed of themselves. So it's easy. Well, I don't if you, know. If you, you interviewed a thousand black college, uh, high school students and you asked them, what are you out of 10? Or who's number one in the world? They'd be like, me! <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. And if you interviewed a thousand high school students, white high school students, I bet you... I bet a lot of them would sell me. Some of the jocks, maybe, but I think 80% of them would go, certainly not me. I am a zero. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I, I think with with all this stuff, it's people just want to be like, Carol, you're, uh, that guy's bad. Yeah, well, there's an industry Some of people are, that guy's you know, bad. Like, like Bill Cosby, unless it's all not true. That's a lot of accusations. Yeah, though. it seems like it's true. And but like and they're not hot. Like no. Dove Charney has a lot of accusations, but the girls are pretty. And then then there's there's one or two rapey kind of things. Nothing like Bill Cosby, but it's sexual harassment, whatever that means. Um Yeah, no one knows what that means. Are you being sarcastic? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> No, sexual harassment legally is quid pro quo, where you say, I'll give you this raise if you fuck me. Right. But the second element is this ethereal, you help, you allowed for an environment where I felt sexual harassment. Yeah, like I, I had a friend who worked at Borders Books when that was the thing, mm-hmm. years ago. And he was friends with a female co-worker and she, something was going on in her life and she was upset and he gave her a hug and another coworker saw him hug oh, this woman and said, I felt sexually harassed by witnessing <laughs> him showing yeah, that's where compassion. We're at. But you say like that was a big thing back. That's where we're at now, yeah. where you can see two people doing a thing and they are having a gay old time, 
but someone else makes a complaint because technically it violates some stupid rules. Yeah. But but with Dove, the girls are pretty, so I'm more skeptical of them than Bill Cosby's accusers, which are old. No one wants to have sex with them anymore. <laughs> and I don't, by the way, I don't know why I feel this way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it's like good. And don't make me a judge in a details, court of law. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> Especially if your mom is one of the people I don't want to get involved. Uh, yeah, I don't I would just not use that. Didn't your mom recently pass away? Five years ago. Five years ago. Uh, almost to the day. Five years and a week ago, roughly. So very inappropriate reference. No, I, I can handle it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to. Uh, well, that brings us to our first apart. topic. Uh, the big G-O-D. Okay. Um, Is this planned out or you think, did you know you were going to ask On the train, that? on the way here, I took. Okay. T- typed in some notes of three things I want to discuss. Okay. I want to discuss God, religion. All right. I want to discuss uh, Harris Whittle. Okay. And I want to discuss uh, weird, how weirdos tend to congregate. Okay. Okay, so that's a lot. I can handle all those topics. We have about 60 minutes, so we only oh, have wow. 20 per. Okay. Well, it's going to be tough to get to the bottom of all of them. All right. Uh, let's, let's just start with God, though. Okay. Is your mom in heaven right now? Um, yeah, well, I, I would say that her energy definitely exists. And I would like to think that she is in whatever state that she had hoped for. Well, you know, whether or not that's dancing among the clouds and, and all our other dead relatives... Uh, and dogs, hopefully. Oh, I hate that's a pet peeve of mine, by the way. Oh, dogs in heaven. Yes, I. Well, no, the whole like I'm new. You, you grew you, up Catholic, and yeah. then you may have abandoned it. We'll get to that. I'm still Catholic. I don't. I don't believe in abandoning. Uh, you know, unless I was exercised, which I wasn't. <laughs> I'd be curious to see it because I think it's probably a fascinating. Well, do you ceremony. think when you're dead, you're dead? No, or, absolutely not. So you do live on. You believe in life after death. In some form, you know, uh, there's evidence, you know, you don't even have to be religious or spiritual to, I'll give you my, you know, but you can examine quantum physics, which I'm not capable of doing to any great length, mm-hmm. but, you know, are, I, just in my own experience with my mother, like, there's so much evidence that we're still very much connected and in contact since she's been like gone. Like what, you reach for a cigarette and the cigarette went No, but I'd like to see it. Um, no, I can give you some examples. Uh, okay. So a couple weeks, and I've talked about this stuff before. Um, but, uh, a couple weeks before she died, I had a dream. Oh, I remember this story. Did I tell you this story? No, I think I heard it on a podcast. I I have talked about it in some form. Uh, it's not like, you know, on my list. I'm not like making the rounds with this story. <laughs> but yeah, we're, on, we're on Seth Meyers. So I understand you had a dream recently. <laughs> this is why I don't get booked on television. Um, but no, I had I had a dream uh you know, my mo- well, my in reality my mother was very sick. She was uh not in a coma, but like, you know, we don't know what stage. She wasn't Hospice, speaking. is that what they yeah, call basically. it? The last week of cancer? Yeah, she was, you know, she was not good. And and I had a dream where I walked into this restaurant, and I'm like, where, you know? And I walk in, and she's there with her best friend who had died 
you know, five, ten years before that. And they're in there. They're looking great. They're looking younger. They're in these, like, sort of Jackie O outfits. And, you know, I immediately start crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, they're like, no, no, we're having a great time. Don't worry about it. And, like, you know, I woke up just, like, crying. And uh, and so then my mom dies. I'm going to tell a few stories here. My mom dies. And at the wake, the son of the woman in the stream, you know, and he's like, you know, he's not a guy I'm like going to like tell like, oh, you know, whatever's on my mind. You don't like him. I like him, but I'm like, oh, he doesn't want to hear about me. He's a normie. Yeah, he's a normie. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, but I'm like, oh, it's my mom's wake. I can say whatever the fuck I want to whoever I want right now. And so, you know, I said, I said, you know, it's so weird. Like a couple weeks before my mom died, I told him in this dream and he's like, he said, that's so weird. Like the day your mom died, like early that morning, I had a dream. My mom came to me with your mom and said, hey, we're going to get going now. And he's like, later that morning, I got the phone call that your mom had died. Whoa. So that's pretty weird. Um, and the connections. Uh, I can just feel, whenever I hear something like that, I can just feel the atheist, and maybe it's the atheist in me. It's rattling. Going, well, that's easily explainable because you were under a lot of stress and you wanted her to be okay, and then he was under a lot of stress and he wanted to be okay. They just can't wait to explain away things. I know. Well, that's the thing, like, uh, first of all, like, atheism, th- how... N- that's so not fun. Like just to wipe out all. There's every that, but also if you want to play their game, like, like I think the way to win an argument is to use their their um, tools. So when when liberals say that you know immigration were a nation of immigrants, you say the only people that benefit from mass immigration are rich whites in both countries, and the poor and the Mexicans and the illegals, all the working class, black working class in California who can't get jobs flipping burgers anymore. The poor suffers, the rich get richer. Okay, now do you hate it? Like you have to spoon feed them back their own ideology. And with atheists, I go, okay, let's not focus on Dave's dream then. The whole universe started 3.4 billion years ago with an explosion of light, like in the Bible says, let there be Mm -hmm. light. Help me out with that. Yeah. Like the probability of that happening is the same as, I think Dr. Ben Carson said this, of uh, a... A hurricane blowing through his garage and assembling all the junk into a perfect working Rolex. Yeah, which I, I would like to see that too. You know, <laughs> now that I if that it. happens, I'll go. All right, touche. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But well, anyway, that's a whole other. I mean, I'm, okay, we'll get to that. But and do you want to hear more of the dreams? Yes, and then we'll conclude yes. the dream part. Yeah, we'll conclude the dream part. So then. The the uh, and again every one of these things are an atheist and go blah, blah, blah. and uh, and it's fine they can do that um, but you know I got the call I had the phone next to my bed but you know I just seen my mother on like a Monday and then like on a, and like I saw her and like oh, I'm like oh, I'll be back in a week or two thinking I'll like see her and she'll be no worse hopefully better. You know, I was not, I was in denial. It had, the cancer had metastasized at that point. Well, she was like big on strokes at this point. We weren't really, the cancer had, was arguably in remission. Now she is, now it was all strokes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's horrible. A lot going on. And uh, so. She was having, sorry to keep interrupting, but she was having several strokes. She had like three strokes. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, back, not even two generations ago, one stroke, 
Goodbye. Yeah, we're stronger now. Now you can get a few. Fix it. Well, they're you know little strokes and then bigger strokes. I know. So, but I but I really thought like oh like you know she's gonna be around a little while. Maybe not in a, in great shape, but she's not gonna be dead in a few days. Um. So my sister called and was like, oh, you should come home. And uh, and then this was when. Uh, there was like another another one of our fake storms mm. that we have and the airport. So, so you know, she calls early in the morning. I go online. I'm like, how am I going to get back to Cleveland? And like all every airport shut down. So I go lie down, like just kind of like, oh, I just gotta think for a second. And I fall asleep, and I have my phone still in my hand from talking to my sister, and uh, and I have this dream that I walk into this party. And like I see like people I know, and then weirdly my mother is like in this sunken living room at this party, like hooked up to all her machines. And I'm like, what the fuck is my mom doing at this party? Like she's not in good shape. Not a partier. <laughs> yeah, not not, not, not even into parties in general, <laughs> and uh, especially not now. And everyone's like, hey, like give Dave's mom space. She's very sick. And and so I go over to her, and I, I was like so upset, and I put my my head on her like touched her forehead and she like reached up and grabs my hand and in real life she wouldn't have been able to do this at this point and I'm like squeezing her hand and I wake up like again like it's like super powerful crying just like blubbering and like you know I have the phone I'm like oh um so that was strange and again atheists you know you can have it so what one. you dreamed about your mom yeah so big deal any there's just been endless things like this you know and I, you know, I went to acupuncture after she died, and like the as and as you know, that did you ever have acupuncture? I I hate everything remotely hippie-ish, but I gotta admit, well, it's not hippie-ish. The past three kids we've had, my wife was late, and then she got acupuncture, and boom, it shot out of her like a cannon. Oh yeah, they they. I, I have a friend who was six months pregnant. Didn't show up on pregnancy tests. The doctors were like, "You're not pregnant." She goes to get acupuncture. They're like. It didn't even come up. Like she wasn't like, "Oh, I'm pregnant. Someone need, needs to crack this case." It was like she's at the acupuncturist, and they're like, "You're really pregnant." And she was, uh, she's like, "I know. I've been putting on some weight. Like, you know, easy." <laughs> That's <laughs> and, considered rude in the West. <laughs> <laughs> and and then she goes to the doctor, like, "Oh, yeah, sure. You're you're gonna have a baby in three. So she went from like. I've been having snacks to like, oh, we, we better go shopping. We're having a baby in three months. But anyway, so I'm at the acupuncture and, and she like gets me all sorted, turns the lights down. And I feel like she puts her hand like on my leg, like right, right on my thigh and like rests it there. I'm like, that's weird. Like I've had acupuncture a lot. I've never had them like ha have them touch my leg as like a place to see what's going on with my chi or whatever. And just sitting there for a while and then i was like she's just standing there this is strange like why is she for like 20 minutes but i'm like kind of like in and out of consciousness because i'm you know got the needles and all that and then i hear her like on the other side of the room and i'm like what like why there's two people in here now but i'm like whatever and then so when we got done i was like hey were you touching why were you doing that touching my leg she's like i didn't touch your leg and like I could feel like the hand like moving, you know, in the way like you might like adjust and settle. Whoa! So I'm not saying it was my mother visiting me, but it was very powerful. All by way of saying, I just think like uh, energy 
I mean, it was that energy is neither created, nor, nor destroyed, nor created, or whatever. Is that the saying in science? For every reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction. There's all sorts of sayings. <laughs> Stitching but, time uh, says nine. But I no, I, but I, I, you know, I, I, I think with, without question, like that. Uh, yeah, my mother and I are still connected. Well, very the, much. To get back to the pet peeve I was saying about the pets is. We, I came, I come from not believing in God and just getting into it recently. But you're Catholic now. Yes, now I'm Catholic. But baptized. for the, ba- yeah, but there are you're, but and I'm not going to say why you're into it. But this is what I think about religion. And this is why, uh, like, life is hard. And it, and the, then people think, well, I rely, I believe in myself. I don't need a crutch. What, but you, you do. Atheism is a crutch. Like Satanism. Like whatever. Like everyone's just like trying to like get through this nightmare slash well, what pleasant these atheists experience do, like, that life can ba- be. Back when our parents were young, you know, in their 20s, it was, it was uh, you're either a Catholic or a Protestant, and that was the big beef, especially with Brits, you know? Yeah. And then the, the baby boomers go, we don't need those labels, we're above it. And then they just switched it to Democrat-Republican. The same yeah. stigma, the same hatred, the same blind partisanship where you mentioned Benghazi and they go, oh yeah, what about Bush? With the open borders, and you're like, yeah, I hated that too. Why are we on the teams? What are you, a lib, uh, Protestant, and I'm a Catholic? All of a sudden. Well, that's the thing. Like, like that, that, this goes back to why I would never be like, oh, I, I, like when people are like, oh, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not. I'm not Catholic. It's just like I, you never hear like a Jewish person be like, oh, I was raised Jewish, but I'm not Jewish. Like, and yeah. I understand the cultural and uh, things like that, but it's just like, yeah, like it's like. I'm not afraid to say I'm an American. Doesn't mean like I agree with everything. Right. That, I was raised that, American, but I'm not, now I'm a person of the world. That's <laughs> that's kind of like what Islamist terrorists say. They go, I, I technically I'm British, but I'm a member of Islam. I don't have borders. I, you know, global jihad. That's my thing. Yeah. I want to be part of the great Allah movement that doesn't sure. see borders. But you know, the thing I'm trying to get at is <clears throat> there's this sort of. Every time, and I was brainwashed by this as a young man, too. Every time you hear about religion, it's, oh, they believe. And my mother-in-law was saying this to my kids the other day. She's like, yeah, heaven and hell is used to control people. And what they do is they want people to behave. So they say, when you go to heaven, you get to see your pets and all your relatives. And they don't say you fine. get to see your pets. That's true. But that's, this is the way religion is pitched right. to non-religious people. That's the way mm-hmm. atheists or, or basically anyone who's not religious talks about religion. The second thing we hear is uh, you go there and they talk about dinosaurs and how dinosaurs don't exist. And then the third thing is... Um, no one says dinosaurs don't exist. Can I finish, Dave? Yeah, yeah. But uh, This is what I heard about religion and assumed to be true about religion. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is gays are going to hell, gays are evil. So pets... Also not true. Pets, gays, and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and no one has any answers... They're all, even heaven, no one talks about harps and wings. It's all conjecture, and they're just saying, God bless you, and let's give thanks. And there's tons of question marks everywhere. And no one's, there might be some nutbar evangelical born-agains talking about gays, you know, in the mm-hmm. Midwest or the South or something. But in none of the churches I've been to, it ever comes up. They keep it ethereal and spiritual and, and confusing, and that's what it is. We're talking about... Something that happened four billion years ago. We're talking about the mystery of life. We're talking about all these parts when babies are born, all these parts working. It's a miracle. And my experience with church, which is very limited, is just it's uh, a recognition of that 
overwhelming reality that's in front of us, and it's being in awe of it and, you know, being respectful of it. Like they say you should respect a chainsaw because it can tear your legs off. Yeah. Well, how about the universe? Yeah. Let's put on safety gloves when we're talking about the universe. That's all churches. Yeah. And it's getting together. I mean, it's just all any of it, all, to me, all any religion. I mean, grand, then there's people that spin out of control with it. But it's just like, hey, let's get together and afterwards have a donut. You know, right. Yes. I heard I heard you talking about this me behind it. my back on a podcast once. Was it but it was all not nice in a negative things, way, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nothing negative to no, say. No, I'm about just kidding. You. I'm but you said uh, you said uh, I'm in it for the tradition. And that's, Did I, I did I explain why you were in it? I think it, you you said, you know, or one one thing that that Gavin said was that he f- he really likes the tradition of religion. Yeah, I and that's totally true. You. I wouldn't I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed <laughs> okay, that. Relax. Why we're not interrogating you here. But uh, that's definitely an element. But I also just think, and even my dad, like he's really mad that I've embraced Catholicism and, and it sends me all these nasty emails about how I'm, I'm child abuse to baptize my children and blah, blah, blah. Talks about the Nazis and they were involved with the Nazis and blah, blah, blah. And I go, that hasn't come up yet, but I'll let you know if it does. But he, <laughs> even he was saying, uh, um, when I asked him, I go, how did, how, what happened again? There was a huge bang four billion years ago. Yes. How'd that happen? And he goes, we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's all we're really arguing about. Yeah. Is the first domino. Like, only a few nuts say that the dodo bird was just plucked off of the Gal- Galapagos Islands because God was bored with it. The majority of people go, it got eaten because it couldn't fly and it was delicious. Uh, but ultimately, religion, I find, comes down to obviously life after death to a certain extent, but the Big Bang. And I believe that some inexplicable force will call God, and I'm not saying Buddhists are going to hell because they got it wrong, or Muslims are going to hell because they got it wrong. We all have the same kind of rough idea of this omnipotent force that just went click and did the first domino. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. That's what I think, like, I, I think we can all agree, like, yeah, there is a force, whether it's the universe or uh, someone's... Uh, idea of a god, but it's just like, calm down. Like, I, I, well, the way they de- <laughs> even at Kamiya, Anthony Kamiya, when he's talking to his, all his atheist friends, they go, "Oh yeah, if you want to go to a room and pray to some invisible man, fuck the atheists." Like they're no, I mean, not fuck them, but they're the same thing. But they they talk in these facile terms about something that is. Our brains kind of like they say, "Oh, can you get beer in heaven or something?" By the way, I love Anthony Camille. I'm not shitting on him. Like, can you get beer in yeah, heaven? Me and they, too. they, I go, "No, we can't even fathom heaven. It's not like your pets will be there or they won't be there. It's just yeah. It's probably just like a nice nap in a Barca lounger with Baywatch on <laughs> in the background. Your shoes fit perfectly in heaven, <laughs> and you don't tie them. You just go fumph, and they're yeah. tied. Well, like atheists, like even like, you know, now there's uh, there's this atheist church. Yeah, I like saw there's that. some in L.A. and then they couldn't agree what it what it is to believe in nothing, and they right. split, like it's just anytime you organize anything, people are gonna fight about it or whatever. And like, I just don't. I don't. People can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I just like to to hang out with people, and uh, maybe grab a snack afterwards, and like. We could talk about whatever. Like, Do you want to grab a snack after this? I haven't. Had very busy, but yeah, I could. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I know what you're saying, and and I feel the same way. But I also think that it is relevant. I think that um, 
it, to each his own is 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 obviously you know uh, hard to argue against. But I also think there's things where it should be revered in American culture because 83% of America is Christian. Uh, the country was argumentally, arguably founded on Christian values. Mm-hmm. I think the president should be Christian, for example. You think he should be? Yes. I think he should yeah. have kids, too. Just no. like you, no matter how good you are, as a, of a, a, they have a prime minister in Japan? Uh, no one knows, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been seen <laughs> yeah, in the, public. We can't know It's this. like Kim Jong-un. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I guess they have a president. Um you shouldn't be president of Japan. I don't care if you can no, speak and, Japanese and to be, to be with a clear, perfect accent. I'm not gunning for that. Okay, because I'm going to shoot you down. I'm going to start a smear campaign. <laughs> the the yeah, president of Japan no should know Japanese culture. He should know, like, oh, well, when they were eating breakfast, the, the bread fell butter down, and what you do when that happens is disrespect to the mother. So you bring the mother flowers the next day. Like, there's, there's intrinsic well, things laced within the culture you... that only Christians and... Uh, people with families can understand. Well, I don't think you have to be. Isn't can't we just stick with the rule in place where you have to be <laughs> born an American citizen? Uh, okay, we can stick with that. I like that. But I want I, you to I know that. that when we get a president who's not a family man or doesn't That's believe only in God, once. I'll be making this face. That it's never going to happen. It's only happened once. Who? I can I can't even name. That's how rare it is. I couldn't <laughs> even tell you who it was. Garfield. No one knows. What was his name? Garfield Cleaver. <laughs> I turned uh, my phone Well, Obama's off. arguably know. not Christian. That's what everyone's talking about now. Who cares? I care. Why? I don't care about Obama being Christian. Or not. I'll, I'll take him at his word that he's Christian. I'm just saying, say the next guy comes along, and he's a super smart wheeler dealer with no kids who's an atheist. I'm not totally comfortable with him being president. I can't believe I'm saying that. But I, the reason I'm bringing it up is to say that your philosophy of it doesn't matter uh, just let people be. I, I'm not going to go for that because we can't even say Merry Christmas anymore in New York. It seems like an audacious well, that's thing ridiculous. to say. ridiculous. I think, uh, here's what I, I mean, I know this is, for, um, but my, basically my ideas have not changed since I was like five years old. Right. Me neither. <laughs> my ideas on religion. I remember I was like, my was like running errands to my dad. I was like, and and because we've teased, recounted this conversation to me, but I was like, Dad, I just think like it's all these religions, but you just have to. Everyone just needs to be nice and make the most out of life, and and help other people do the same, and not get in, in the way of each other's ability to make the most of their life. And that's basically what I still think. I realize it yeah, gets but a Dave, bit more that's complicated. That's what we all think. Not everybody. Like Margaret no. Thatcher was anti-war. She didn't want to go no, to the No, but Falklands. there are some people, and and I, you know, I have some of them on, in your belly in my, right now in my phone. <laughs> no, who think like who belong to uh, churches where it's like no, no, like this. We're, I mean, I well, gays uh, are going to hell. Yeah, Buddhists are going to hell. Yeah, there's a lot of people that think like that. Yeah, and, I assume that was the whole church. But then you go there and they go, yeah, we're cool with gays. It's a sin. Well, yeah, go to like Xavier on, on 16th Street is like uh, women reading the gospel. All sorts of craziness. <laughs> All sorts of blasphemy so going on That's there. where I go. Not every Sunday, but, you know, when I do go. Well, I just think that outside of, um, you know, I don't want to go to court based on the president thing because I actually just came up with that a few nights ago on Fox because yeah, they were being would, too... <laughs> they were being too motherhood statement-y. But... The thing that really annoys me about atheists and sort of our generation of rebellion is that they throw out something 
with nothing to replace it. So they go, we don't need couples. I don't need a piece of paper to say I'm married. I don't need monogamy. And then the woman's ovaries turn to a little raisin that got left in the back of the car in July. Sure. And she has nothing but her dog, and she's fucking miserable. Meanwhile, men went in and out of, of her vagina for decades, having a gay old time, in the name of feminism and empowerment, right? Like, I don't need to commit. I'm not your baby machine. I'm not your slave to the kitchen. Okay, so I just fuck you and leave? Yes, because I'm a slut walk. So... <laughs> Where what's going on here? <laughs> Modern feminism is sort of like atheism in that it's rejecting tradition, right? And they they throw well, away the tradition of marriage and they're left dried up know. and alone. I don't think modern feminism has thrown away the tradition of is that written down somewhere? Yes. Where? You, There's the modern feminism. But this is not the modern feminism as I know it. A modern feminism is that a, the archetype of the 50s housewife Staying at home, cooking and cleaning, and being a mom uh, doesn't shouldn't be not just doesn't have to be shouldn't well, be. Well, in my you are your career. This is a woman talking. Your career is just as important to you as a woman as it is, as it should be to a man. Now, with yeah. that comes well, why get married? And it's like well, you can if you want, but you talk to a million Tax feminists. Reasons they they don't care about the piece of paper unless it's gay marriage, and then they think marriage is really important. I don't know. I mean. All I can, you know, for me, this idea of the the 50s uh, house mom or whatever. Like, my mother was, uh, started a business with her friend, the one from the dream. They, I'm not sure a whorehouse counts as a business. <laughs> <laughs> it was a temp agency, but I see where you're, where you're going with this. Yeah, those people are um, not getting paid enough. I see them as prostitutes. Yeah, yeah it's not that different. The corporations di- it's not that, different. that they were shipped out no, to. No, yeah, it's, I mean, she said the same thing. But, uh, so... Uh, to me, the idea of, of a woman, you know, my parents were always uh, equal, I think, in each other's eyes. Well, who spent more eyes. time with the kids? Uh, I think, I don't know. They they both did. I don't have any, like... All right, well, you're you're a very, you're a freak. You should be... I'm a lucky guy. I, lo- I, I love my parents. I love my siblings. <laughs> I think women have discovered again and again that they cannot have it all. Even... Even the empowered feminist types, even Barbara Corcoran, who had to spend half a million dollars reversing time on her yeah. eggs, will well, say a career and a family is not possible. You can't be a good mom and have a successful career. Sawi. Nanny. Get a good nanny. No, I don't know. Yeah, that's... See, and that's I'm not saying... That I'm, I, realize nuts. I see in my neighborhood all these nannies with their kids, and they're just doing their time. They're just... You know, we've mentioned this before, I think, on this show. They're just security guards. They're not engaged the way a mother would be. It's a travesty. Well, they can't be engaged the way a mother would be. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean with a ring. No, but I mean they can't, like, you know. What? Why not? Hey, what's going I, on? It's got a puppy. I talk to my kids when we go for a walk. They don't. They're on their phone. They're just... And usually when they're Southeast Asian, they're away from their fucking kids. But anyway, I don't want to talk about I this because I feel like I I've covered this on a different episode. <laughs> uh I don't like the way atheists trivialize the universe and oversimplify what religion is. You know, they, the left does this a lot. I shouldn't say the left, but uneducated, uninformed people do that a lot. Like with socialism, they go, okay, if Bobby has five blocks and Joey has one block, don't you think it makes sense for Bobby to give Joey some blocks? They always use these analogies, like back to Anthony with the invisible man in the house. Uh, I hate 
something this grand as billions of years of evolution and the universe being trivialized and them refusing to show respect for it and saying that church is just about pets, gays, and dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, I think that's silly to, to say. Yeah, because that sounds crazy to me. But, I, the, again, and I, I, this goes back to, I just think, like, for me, I think religion is, like, if you, like, oh, I'm going to have a, a macaroni and cheese. Like, oh, you're having a, a salad? Cool, you have that. Like I'm gonna have this. Like right, I'm disagreeing with you. I'm saying I'm, but I'm, I'm saying that's one person's having macaroni and cheese, the other is eating oh the universe, and there's light shooting out of their bowl. And this actually goes back to the kids. I'm glad we did this. Okay, because we feminists have trivialized the miracle of. Did birth. you say we, comma feminists? Yes, you're calling yourself a feminist in this. I'm not. I'm not calling you out on anything. I'm just trying to make sure I hear what you're saying. I'm saying we, a lot of us, and then I'm getting more specific and saying especially feminists. Yeah. When I say we, I mean the Western. Well, you're world. a feminist. No, you're not. But isn't a feminist just a humanist? No, a woman. A feminist is someone who Ideally. recognizes that women are systematically and seriously oppressed. Yes. As far as the West goes, I'm not giving them that. Now, of course, the rest of the sh- the turd world, yes, <laughs> they have it rough. But as far as America goes, fuck off. You got it great. Men are way, well, men no, have it way worse. Men are more likely to get raped, if you include prison. Men are more likely to be I, 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 killed. No, 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 no. Prison rape is not nearly as common as we think it is. What? It's not. It happens. But it's oh, not. You're a little biased because you almost went back to jail for this when they found out that your boyfriend hated you. <laughs> Well, I've done, you know, I've been to many prisons. You know this. I think Dave Hill is the last guy who should be talking about prison rape. I'm just no. The Rikers stabber they used to call you. They called your penis a rapier. (laughs) No, but it's it's the midnight intruder. Wasn't that your nickname? It happens, but it's not. It's you know the old like don't drop the soap. It's It's not rampant. It's not rampant. It's rampant. Not according to my sources. Really, my sources say. Men get raped almost 10 times as much as women if you include in, prison. If you include prison? Prison. I don't think this is accurate. Well, we can't sit here but and we, argue we facts without I don't have Google the data on our side, and we don't want to get down to that. Yeah, I turned my but, phone off, but I but, don't think you're right. Okay, I went to Latin Mass recently in Midtown. How did that go? It was awesome. Yeah, right. Well, this is what I'm talking about. I'm in about. this beautiful house of worship, and it's just holo sepnatino. Yeah, dinosaurs usinaptages hell <laughs> No, we didn't understand a word because it was in Latin. And I thought I want to bring my dad there and all the atheists I know and go. This is really what we're getting at here. Just sit in this giant fucking unbelievable room and take some time out. You know, take a knee and. Uh, that's and respect yeah, the universe and go, wow, phone. thanks. I mean, the odds of me being born are infinitesimally small. Thank you, weird universe force. Yeah, I, I completely agree. This is, I don't know if, are you friends with Andrew? You strike me as being friends with Andrew WK, are you? Yes. Okay. So he he has, I don't know, where he has an advice column somewhere? A village voice. Yeah, so yeah. I read this thing. It's brilliant. Yeah, and someone wrote in like, you know, my mom or someone was sick and someone was suggesting that I pray and I don't believe in God and I had a really tough time with that. And he explained basically like, here's how you can pray even if you're an atheist or whatever. And he explained it very well. It's like basically acknowledging like, 
hey, like there's this is a big crazy world. Uh, I'm just gonna show some humility for a second and uh, yeah, acknowledge that I'm not in control. Yes, and it's also saying something's up. Yeah, something's going on here. I mean, they do it in AA where they recognize a higher power. But something weird is happening. And that, sorry, goes back to the feminist thing I'm saying where we've trivialized childbirth and called it not a miracle. And I'm not a baby machine. I've heard a lot of young feminists who go, ew, gross. You know, it's disgusting. So I'm just what, like a dude. A baby? Yes. And I've always said with, with women and men, it's apples and oranges. And one is a magic wizard that can make life happen. And then the other half, us, are just guys magic who are like, wizard. I can probably build a boat if I take an engineering class, a ship, and I can build like a car and I can try to help you guys invent cement, but uh, as far as creating a human, sorry, I'm not magic. So when we trivialize the magic part of the wizard, there's just this wimpy wizard with a big white beard trying to help us in construction with his little skinny Gandalf arms. He can't use his wand, and he's just going, Jesus Christ, this is hard. I'm going to have to sue you guys for sexual harassment just to pay my bills because I can't use my magic anymore. So... Feminism and atheism are linked because they both trivialize miracles. Atheists trivialize the miracle of the universe, and feminists trivialize the miracle of birth. And they're all the same. And that brings me to my next point. I'm not familiar with Whoa. the uh, feminism, uh, trivial, tri feminists trivializing the miracle of birth. I'm not. This is news to me. They are dry, by pushing careers over family and pushing infidelity and saying you don't want to be a housewife. They are discouraging marriage. They're letting ovaries dry up. Here, let me give you an example of what this, I'm saying. See, what you, you're saying basically, that's the same thing as saying like, oh, the Catholic Church doesn't believe in dinosaurs. No, you're no. making these blanket statements. I feel like no, I, I but I can stand out. by these blanket statements with evidence. I, I got feminists in my phone too. I'll call them in there. I <laughs> Please feel like do. They're gonna say eh, he's not right. We don't about say that. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've never said that. Uh, I no. got. I, I, I don't know special... how many times I know of a woman, you know, in her late thirties, early forties, who has gone to the doctor and he said, "I got to be honest with you, your ovaries are kind of done." Right. And they have told me that with this face. Can you believe that shit? Like he had said, you're fat and ugly, or no man would ever want to fuck you. It's considered a sexist insult when they get this biological fact. That is, your ovaries at 30 are in an hourglass. At 30, they get turned upside down. The sand is draining from 30 to 35. Pretty tough at 35, virtually impossible after. And don't tell me about your fucking aunt who's 43 who had a kid. My wife just had a kid at 40. Yes, there's strange occurrences where it happens, but generally... Uh, talking about billions of people, that's the thing. Now, the fact that these doctors are considered sexist or what they're saying is considered outrageous when it's just a medical fact shows it's a perfect example of this new sort of far-left rebellion stuff trivializing God. God is the one who is involved in the babies, by the way. Okay. Um, I, f I feel like these... The this is not familiar to me. <laughs> this stuff, like the feminists I know, don't say this stuff. So I got to check on this. Doesn't this? Well, is, go this back is and say to them, "What's to more important, career or family?" I don't. And, think and then say, "Can you have it all?" That's the that's the baby steps for them. Literally okay. baby steps. And they'll say, <laughs> what yes. What do you think they're going to say? You, you say, no, "You don't need to be a housewife." What's fucking four screaming brats around you all day? Fuck that. No way. I I, think, it's important um, for a woman to have a career. Then maybe at 40, she could uh, have kids. I don't know.
dude, if you go to the hospital at Beth Israel where my daughter was born, if you're over 30, you go through, you get wheeled through a door, and you know what it says? Geriatric mothers. It wasn't a vandal who wrote that. This is not true. It's true, dude. I got to see this. Okay. This is not true. I like when an argument gets down to, I got to see this. <laughs> because then I can just go, go ahead, facts. Do my home, do my dirty uh, work. Yeah, no. Okay, I so. I would like to see this sign. I mean, I, that's a fun, it sounds like a funny sign. All these rebels, and we're part of this group. So that when I say us, in this case, I'm talking about our culture of of. of Enfant terribles who want to sure. buck the system, but the the common mistake with them, with feminism and with atheism, is it uh, ignores miracles. Now I'm putting that over to the side. We can get back to that if we have time. But I feel, really feel like I nailed that. Um, mm, but but I feel like well, my I, my point is every everyone's all of it is everyone's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's f- fucking mess. <laughs> Me, you, everybody. Okay, back to this omnipotent force. <laughs> That just real, but like I evolution gotta, I gotta, is part of God. That He set that first domino, and He designed it so well that when a dodo bird comes along, who's delicious and can't fly, part of it is you will be eaten. Like the fact that we we evolved, we we discovered fire. That was part of the first that was domino. Cool. Like these guys are going to discover fire. Yeah, they're going to learn how to cook which is digesting food in advance, which means they're going to have 100 billion neurons, most of them in their cerebral cortex, whereas monkeys are wasting their fucking time with lettuce all day, not getting enough energy to evolve. And we're just like, sorry, the fire already ate my food. I'm done a whole meal now. Boom, burrito. And I can go fucking discover and invent cement all day. That's all part of the original domino. So you're against the raw food diet? Uh... Well, I think we're I'm done hearing. evolving. You can fuck around <laughs> with some lettuce now. <laughs> we got some downtime. <laughs> okay. You can eat some peanuts. Well, it's going to take some heavy carnivore action to get you those peanuts. But yeah, sit on the couch and eat some peanuts, you pussy. But, uh, but wait, I want to jump to the next thing now about this miraculous omnipotent force that seems to, with that first domino, the codec, the DNA s- scan in the first domino seems to affect so many different things. And another example of this, and it's a lot weaker of an argument than the Big Bang and the miracle of birth, but that weirdos tend to congregate. This is true. Well, let me... Okay. Now, We're you know... another thing. Okay, I ate out this girl named Jen D'Angelo. Sure. Yeah. In 19... 19- uh, we all did. 95, <laughs> right? <laughs> in Montreal. Okay. And I... I'm the king of pussy eating. Yeah. And I have always seen it as leaving a business card in a woman's vagina because she starts blabbing. I think you're t- what you're <laughs> referring to is called herpes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, no, because that would be a business card saying, stay away from me. <laughs> no, this business card says, check this guy out. Uh, so anyway, Jen goes down to fucking San Francisco. She's working at a used clothing store. She meets this woman, Emily. Uh, I meet Emily in New York at Max Fish because all the sort of punky, post-punky, alt people hang out at Max Fish. Now? I don't know about now. I'm out of the game. But back then... There's a new one. Oh, There's a new Max Fish. Well, there's Williamsburg has become Max Fish, basically. They have a whole neighborhood now. But uh, it's interesting because as you're talking, everything we've been talking about all leads back to one thing for me. Max Fish. No. Religion, 
this Max Fish world you're talking about. Uh huh. Uh, everything. It just comes back to like, you know, that, well, there's been more people talking about it lately. Is the Danish uh, what's I don't even know how to pronounce it. This word, Mohammed Hig Hig H Y G G E. It just means like cozy, like hey, come okay. on over. I got have some whiskey and a bowl of stew or whatever. That's all I want out of religion and the Max Fish that I'll never go to. Uh, I just want to hang out. Well, so why am I dragging you through this intense discussion about the history of the I universe? I have opinions. <laughs> well, I mean, I have plenty to say. I'm just but saying... But ultimately, you just want to get along. Yeah, but that's redundant. I don't want Everyone it. wants to just get along. No, they don't. Okay. I'm Some sociopaths my, my point want to is, kill everyone. My point is, like, you and I are friends. Yes. I feel good, like, about it. You know, I, I feel, feel really like good it's right growing. Now. And, like, I may not agree with everything you have to say, but uh, I feel like we can navigate through the world together. Well, I disagree and, with that. I wait, think if you disagree oh, with me, fuck. you just don't have all the facts. I think but, truth but you're not gonna, is like, mathematical. You're not going to throw a brick through my window. Never. I would just go, I can't wait till he figures out that, that feminists trivialize childbirth. I, I disagree with that. I'm sure there is a feminist who does that. Somewhere right Vast now, majority. a feminist somewhere. But also uh, some random other dude is trivial. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I'm, but in the, but I the know what you're saying, like, though. You're saying that, you know, people just want to get along. And I totally agree with no, you. No, I don't I think, think they do. I think well, they should. Okay, I don't then think I disagree with you. I think, I think people everyone, love not getting everyone along. Everyone wants the hig. At the end of the day. And I was just reading about the, the Mark Twain debate, right, with the word nigger in the book. Mm -hmm. And the, the, as from coming from a free speech angle, you just go, there's the sane people that realize it's a good book and understand that the word nigger in that book is meant to put racism in a bad light. And it's a classic and it should be taught in schools. Then there's the fucking idiot book burners who uh, don't want that book in schools. The end. I now, what I'm saying is with you. that's not true. I'm saying well, that's oh, one's first else. instinct. Oh, shit. You talk to the other side, and they go, no, dude. My kid is the only black kid in school. He's nine. And nigger's a heavy trip for his little brain. It's like cunt or cocksucker for a little gay kid. Not yeah. that uh, gays are cocksuckers and young black kids are niggers, but you know what I'm saying. I see your point. And they're saying it's pretty intense for uh, my right. my secluded isolated black kid couldn't he read a different book well, yeah uh, I, I agree with and that. that was the majority of the anti-nigger uh, mark twain people so it wasn't a matter of smart free speech no dumb there's, asshole book there's burners. people that want the book uh amended to not have that word right in and it, i'm against is... that but i don't vilify those other people and that's what i'm saying we all want hig no, you know, but, but there's Charles like Krauthammer says they uh, talking about the left. He goes, they think we're evil. We just think they're wrong. Well, I just, but then there's the people like here read Mark Twain my, uh, the version with the words crossed out. Yeah, and those people I disagree with. I think those. Yeah, I think those people are factually incorrect. But it's, and it's just a matter of time know, for them I to come a, around to the facts. But I have a I have a friend who has a kid in Catholic grade school, and the kid comes home and he's like. Jesus was nailed to the cross, like, and he's freaking out, like, holy fuck, they nailed some dude to, the, like, anybody, like, they nailed, yeah. and the kid's like, what the fuck? So my, my friend is, is, you know, whatever, 
uh, the crucifixion, but it's just like the thing is like, why are you telling my five year old that anybody anywhere was nailed to something? Yeah, that's a great point, and like, that's, that's my wife's beef point. with religion. She used to cry herself to sleep at night because her brother wasn't baptized, and she thought he was going to hell. Well, that's different. I'm talking about something different. <laughs> no, she was a little kid who was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Struck oh, with oh, the reality. I thought you were saying this was recently. No, 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 no. When she was a, five or six. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. That's pretty intense. My kids don't know about about. I'm not even going to say it in case some psycho tries to. But horrible events in history and stuff like that. And I I don't mm-hmm. want them to know any of that stuff. So yeah, you're right. It should be tempered carefully. But I I I just believe. Once we get all the information, we'll get there, and we'll all agree, and we'll all have the hig. Although I have it to say, be, no, there was one as... exception to that. I had a did a bunch of coke with David Cross one night. He's my neighbor upstate. And sure. We argued for ten hours about free lunch programs. It went from like dinner that's, to a that's, thing see, all the way back. There's cocaine in a nutshell. And I said, I he we had all the facts, and I said, <laughs> it's a dollar seventy like... for a fucking ham sandwich. Water's free. The state shouldn't have to provide if you. Like bums can get twelve dollars for a Mickey of vodka. If you can't scrape together a dollar eighty for a ham sandwich for your kid for lunch, you're full of shit. So free lunch programs are fucking stupid. And he disagreed, despite knowing the price of a ham sandwich, knowing how far into debt New York has gone on this stupid program, knowing how many people abuse it. And I, I went, Well, that's the first time in my life both sides have had a hundred percent of the facts and still disagreed. But I honestly believe that's a very rare event and for the most part it's just a matter of everyone having all the facts and once they get it they go you're right but then there's a a third there's a third party in this conversation this pile of cocaine (laughs) (laughs) well yeah maybe that's why we had that freak event getting a little old oh yeah no this is fucking long time ago yeah because i don't want you know heart attack i can't do cocaine anymore i would love you're you're too old no it hurts it's a young man's hurts your heart you feel your heart shape yeah it's painful. Yeah, don't but, do that. But okay, so this first domino has this has this DNA codec in it, basically. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to go off with a crazy analogy here. You ready for this? Yeah. When a dog what, now you're going to go on a crazy <laughs> when a dog gets lost, right, five miles away, it will find its home again. Yeah. Plenty of instances of this because of its incredible sense of smell. Now, though, I picture like a imagine a whole Rubik's cube, like fifty Rubik's cube, kind of a a chart. A matrix of red, green, 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 blue, red, red, all these little squares, right? Mm-hmm. That's the blueprint for the home, okay? Mm-hmm. When he gets dropped off five miles away, he's looking at a totally different map of colors. That's his scent brain, right? Mm-hmm. He starts going to the left a little bit, and the greens change to blue, and that matches the blue chart. So he goes, ooh, this is a good route. Eventually, this crazy chart starts matching the blueprint DNA chart of the home, the smell the smell snapshot, if you will. Sure. And that's how he finds his way back there, is this, the chart eventually matching all the dots. He went that way, there was too much yellow, and then he goes over here, right? Uh-huh. That's why we all have the same friends, because there's this... Oh, this now we're back to the ...chemical thing. thing you and I have, because Emily, right, she knew oh, me through the, Jen. The friend who's That's how vagina, we got married. Yeah. Emily's friends with Rio. Who's Emily again? My wife. Your wife. Emily's friends with Rio and Marcy and Ryan, right? Yeah, who are I don't my know friends. how the fuck I know you. You're best pals with Ryan. Every time I go to New Orleans, I hang out with Ryan and Marcy. Me too. You too. <laughs> now, how do I even know you? Uh, we're famous. Both of us are famous, <laughs> I think. The Academy Awards. <laughs> 
Backstage. Yeah. We're both Z-list celebrities, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. We met we met at the <laughs> Flumpies, which is in Iceland. <laughs> and uh, it's a large teddy bear leg you get. Yeah. It's plush. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I know you, actually. I don't know either. We'll figure it out later. But the point From is... From around. That's there's how these forces. And I remember that with... I'd go on these uh, punk things uh, in my 20s. We'd go to Europe and you'd stay at squats with all the other punk rockers. Yeah. And you'd go through their albums and it was Big Black, Songs About Fucking... It was Black Flag, Damaged, uh, Husker Du, Zen Arcade, Land Speed Record. And you'd go, these are my fucking records. Yeah. And then the, the, this German guy in Stuttgart goes, don't you know what you're doing? You're going on the same record tour. That's what we call it. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone has like suicidal tendencies. And he stood like this close to you when he said <laughs> Yes, <it>. yes. <laughs> and then he said something really cutting, like you will always be jealous of your father and you'll never <laughs> meet his expectations. You should give up now. <laughs> I love that. German honesty. Yeah, That's what we call it. They're <laughs> like, oh, I told you the story, right? I, was, I can't remember what city I was in in Germany. And this woman comes out who like followed me on Twitter or something. It's like, hey. Uh, and she brought her sister, and her sister says, "Like, oh, I see you enjoying, enjoying the beer and potatoes here in Germany." And I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" She's like, "You are putting on weight." <laughs> and I'm like, "Not. I don't think I am." Actually, but, lost weight. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, "Well, your jacket, your jacket is pulling." I was like, "Well, it's kind of the cut, you know." And then they're like, "Here, let's get a picture." And then she's like, "Here, look." <laughs> <laughs> and like, best. I have my arms around you guys. Of course, my jacket's like. Give me a break. And I probably was putting on weight because I was like drinking. You're a chubby gentleman. Slightly chubby. No? No. You're big boned. I'm 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 always 240 pounds from the neck up. Well, your your problem is that your fashion interests are 1960s mods, skinny suits, Paul Weller stuff. Genetically eliminated from this game. I'm like the, who's the Stones keyboard? Ian Stewart, the guy that died? Is that his name? I don't know. And like he was a fat guy in a skinny suit. Basically. And that was Chris why Farley he was thing. never in the band. They were like, so, you're a great guy. Great on you're keyboards. You're too ugly. <laughs> that was why he wasn't like real. Like he was always in the band, but he was never in the band because he had my problem. Fat ugliness. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I always thought that would be funny because people always talk about racism and sexism and all these other isms. That, that's if de- no one doesn't want Denzel Washington living next to them. No one goes there goes the neighborhood when Denzel Washington moves in next door. And yes, there's sexism, but everyone loves a pretty girl. And even a fucking fat, ugly pig who looks like that couch, someone's fucking her. You go to Walmart and she has six kids. I'll fuck her right now. Sure. Right? If I had permission. The only real truism is uglyism. And that affects jobs. You're much more likely to be hired if you're attractive. You're much more likely to be on the cover of the Rolling Stones record if you're attractive. Yeah. So we should do an infomercial where um, it's like me with the, you know, or you. I, I have trouble getting these people because no one admits they're ugly. But I'm a, ugly. A black silhouette. I fully admit it. My, my strength is not in the visual. Right. You're ch- charming, witty, and a musical talent. Yeah, I play sweet guitar solos. And uh, I have nice outfits to distract from the face. I'm not wearing one today, but most of the time. You also have an incredible range. I feel like now we can freestyle. Oh, no, we still want to get to Harris. But uh, you also are friends with, like, Pantera. 
and all well, these heavy metal ensemble. dudes, yeah. even though you're, and then you're down with the comedy scene. The only people you're not down with are basically Nazi skinheads. You're even well known well, in the Amish community. Some of them, yeah, some of them are bad. <laughs> well, no, I'm not down with the Nazis. Uh, <laughs> though you have a T-shirt that says that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, let me go on on record. Uh, so some of the tailoring is great, but other than that, uh, no. Uh, but I do think uh, this idea of uh, accepting uh, everyone, like the, I though I don't there there was a I think it was in the Voice or something. There was they they did a photo essay the Nazis of Greenpoint, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and and they had all these guys like posing, and like one of them has a bandana, oh you know uh, with, and by the way the bandana with that pattern is like in from like in India, so jokes on him, right? For uh, wearing that on his face. Well, it's originally from. I guess Paisley, Scotland was yeah, the Paisley. first place to Paisleys are from India. Right. And uh but uh I was <laughs> I thought it'd be like in the interest of like, you know, let's all everyone come on like hey, I'm having a party. Yeah, I think the Nazis of Greenpoint are coming by later. <laughs> like <laughs> just give them a chance. Like, yeah, you're not gonna agree on everything with them. I actually have given many Nazis a chance and find them okay. Uh in many instances. Well, you're Scottish. <laughs> the like, problem with probably Nazis gonna be okay is with you. The Jews. Jim Goad calls it the Jews in my sandwich mentality, where they, they, they get mad at blacks for blaming whites for everything wrong with their life. And then one breath later, if it rains on their birthday, the Jews made it rain. And it's just fucking I don't want to, you know, pick apart the Nazi. I just want to say bad. Sh- let's not I'm just, shit on Nazis. No, no, I'm, I want to just shit on I don't want to say what's oh, right okay. and wrong about the Nazis. I'm well, going to go. There's silver to lining all, to every cloud. All wrong. All wrong. <laughs> let's just. Uh, no, not the patriotism. Not the uh, balls, the screaming, fighting. Fighting is great. You know that brings me. Actually, I'm glad you. Made I don't want to pay. I you know, I don't want to pay the Nazis any compliments right now. On the, on the way here, there was a junkie who was about to get on the train as I got off the L train, mm-hmm. and it, it, the L train was at Eighth uh, Avenue and it was stopping. You know, the doors don't open right away sometimes. So he was in his head. He was like, "I'll just keep it up for two more seconds, then I can go sit down." But then when the door didn't open, he's, he went, "Shit, I'm out of fuel." So he started going, mm-hmm. and everyone was ignoring him. And I, I walked, when I finally got out, I just wanted to punch him. He's a little guy, and he had a bunch of clothes. You know, the dress, like four rubber boots and a, a sure. parka on with the nine scarves Canada on their legs. And I just go, You're going to die, junkie. You said it to him? Yeah. And then just kept on strolling like a strut. And I thought, That's seen as such a shitty, horrible thing to say. Um, but we need more. Of that rude, brutal honesty. Like, I, if I see a junkie and they're doing that tripod thing with two legs, you know, where they think that two legs can s- keep them up. Oh, where they're kind and they of. And they sort like, of they do that thing. Yeah. And you're like, tripod's three, dude. You need a ski pole or something. Yeah. To hold this person up. Um, and I take pictures of them, and then I can see other people going, like I'm taking pictures of a leper or something. And he chose that it's not a fucking disease he chose that addiction and i want a world where we go you know what happened to your face are you okay you gotta yeah it was a burn oh okay hey you're gonna die junkie you know no secrets asia has the whole saving face thing where you don't say what's going on the west is about hey man don't do that and i think this sort of fear of offending and this fear of saying you're gonna die junkie leads to more dead junkies and Harris Whittle, I, I don't know the guy well. I've only met him maybe five this times. Is a, this is a, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you said it. This is a segue. I feel like, okay. 
You don't like segways? No, no, I like they it. They seem insincere. No, no, go ahead. The segways, by their very nature, have an agenda. Yeah. We're trying to get to the next no, point. No, I, I feel like I knew where you were headed. To the next but topic. when he died, everyone had pictures of him on, on Instagram. Hey, he was the best. No one mentioned heroin. Same with Dust LaRock, who died a few weeks ago. I don't know how Dust LaRock died. I don't know who that is. He's a graphic designer. He started... Uh, um, Fool's Gold with A-Track. He did all A-Track stuff. He did Drake album covers. He was an mm -hmm. incredible artist. Great guy. No one knows why. I didn't know him. I just knew of him. No one knows why he died. No one talks about it. They just have like, R.I.P., you were a huge inspiration and blah, blah, blah. I don't like that shit. Say why he died. We need more information out there. Well, I don't think anything... Everyone knows why. You know, That's what my wife died. said. Everyone That's knows. not true. Dust the Rock could have had a heart palpitation. I don't well, know. Well, I don't know. I don't know who he is, so I can't I speak don't, to It doesn't that. matter who he is. The point is that everyone is so scared of being rude that when someone dies, they just focus on the positive. Like with Heath Ledger, I want to know what pills he had. I don't think it matters what it pills he had. It does matter. Because people need to know how dangerous this shit is. Heroin kills. Yeah, absolutely. And... With Harris, they should say, I'll tell you what killed Harris, by the way. And this is why information is good and free speech should be unfettered. He died of a beer. Oh, I think you were talking about this. Every junkie I know, I know of now 13, every junkie I know that died had a beer. So what happens is they get their tolerance up. They're doing a bundle a day, 300 mm -hmm. bucks a day or whatever that costs. No, that's three bundles, I guess. Anyway, they're doing a lot of fucking junk a day, like this much, right? And then they can handle it all because their tolerance keeps going up and up and up and up. Then they get clean, which ain't pretty. Ten days of your whole skin's on fire. When you get clean, you go down to urine my tolerance, which is a tenth of one booger, right? So they have, they go, I'm clean. Harris had been clean for 50 days. Then, I don't know this to be true, but I'm assuming he had a beer. And then they have two beers. And then they have three, and then they go, I can do a little bump. <laughs> it's not going to kill anybody. And they do a fucking monster bump because it's still smaller than the lines they used to do. But they do a monster bump, and they OD because they can't fucking handle it. Now, everyone should know this. But you don't even know that. You don't know that that's what happened with him. No, but everyone should know that if you're clean, having a beer will kill you. In well, fact, I know more junkies that have died from that than junkies that have died from having a habit. All, every junkie I know is still alive. No, you're saying like, like Ben yeah. Cho, I think he's still a junkie. He just keeps on doing it. Yeah, no, well, I see your point. Like the beer led to this and then, but I, I think, well, what do you want people to talk? I mean, like. I want people to see the ugliness of heroin. I, I agree, but in the case of someone that's already been killed by it if that's what killed him uh prevent further too, deaths well yeah but but you know that's what but i think with him already gone i think there's no choice but to celebrate him and and they're not celebrating his addiction they're saying like here was a wonderful guy but a super talented at, at guy at the very least anger miss. should be a big part of this i mean when he decided to do that bump there's his family's feelings his family's sanity we keep calling this a disease and it gives these junkies a place to hide i don't disagree with that i'm just in, in the case of someone that's already dead that's where it's nothing we can do but with people that are alive i i i just a week and a half ago laid into a friend of mine who's uh because I was concerned he was going to die. 
I've I've known like whatever he can get head. Oh, okay. Um, and you know, I I uh, I mean, I'll go down. You know, I have plenty of friends. When if I have a friend who's flying too close to the sun, I'll fucking tell him every time. Right, but we should tell all the friends we don't know. Well, I can't walk around like I can't. Well, when okay, but instead of putting up a picture on Instagram, going hey. Say what the fuck happened? Here we go again. I mean, if it was if it was three wheeled, like you know those three wheelers. Yeah. If it was three wheelers that kept killing our friends, people would go, "I fucking love this guy, but I gotta say, man, three wheelers, these things are fucking killing our friends, and he knew how dangerous they were. What the fuck, man? Well, I yeah, say I we think, sue Yamaha. I think everyone knows this about heroin. Does, do people not know this? No. The kids today, millennials, especially the L.A. comedy scene, they haven't even tried Coke. They just Comedians right don't do Coke anymore. No, no. they haven't. Do, I think Harris got into heroin because he's into the fish scene. And those fish dudes, I don't they know. start with mushrooms and stuff, and they, end, they all end up doing junk. I, I think his situation, what little I know, was more complicated than that. Mm, I don't. I don't want to blame. I don't let. Let me be clear. Not a fish fan, but okay. I don't want to blame. Well, I've fish. spoken to fish fans, and they have a currently have a heroin problem. Okay, going maybe. through the scene. I fucking hate the band, obviously, almost as much as heroin. I just don't hear a single with fish. I like. I hear. I'm like. Yeah. There's nothing for the radio. Hum, hum a riff, please. Yeah, that's my problem with fish. Oh, they're terrible. I same with Grateful Dead. I heard. I was at a restaurant once. They had and I heard some good songs. Tape. Okay, come tell me a uh, chorus. Sugar magnolia, blah, dun, 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 blah, dun, 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 dun. and there's sugar magnolia. Uh, Touch of gray, big hit. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had some good songs. All right, that's that's a come whole other podcast. Here, Look, we got to wrap Uncle this up. John. L- let me try. Wait, okay. so what? Okay, but when we're done, I want to go to each of the things that you that are three areas of concern, so I can sum up each one in like two sentences. Okay. You ultimately want the hig, as the Dutch say. You want everyone to get along. I don't want a problem with you. You don't. Have I don't. With no. Me. I want. I don't want everyone to get along. I. W- I want everyone to. I mean, I do want everyone to get along. I don't think everyone should believe the same thing. I don't give a shit. Okay. Uh, just don't get in my way of doing my thing. I'm not going to get in your way of doing your thing. And I. I think with with religion specifically. Uh. I think I think the people that are like oh, fuck you fuck you are pussies first of all because they'll only go after certain you know like are you mean the, the way atheists won't touch Islam or no, the Hindus the, the Hindus Ganesh the kid whose head got cut off and they fashioned an elephant or Native Americans and they never talk about the by Native the way American I have church. no problem with Hinduism but like if you want to talk about something that's a bit far fetched. Yeah, there you've just hit Easy Street. They have like <laughs> six hundred gods, all with the craziest story I've ever heard. Cobras playing flutes on a flying but carpet. But I love it. The, like uh, the the temples are awesome. Uh, the whole thing is great. So I'm on board with that. Okay. I'm on board with all of it. I don't like uh, when people uh, and all these things are connected. You know, like extremists and a, a Christian extremist. Uh, Though I guess they're never described as that Muslim extremists. Well, they're never know. described that because there's like seven of them, and with Muslim extremists, there's more like two hundred and fifty million of them. So there's they... not two and there's two hundred fifty of them. <laughs> no, no. That, also in my phone, there's a billion. Well, okay, I don't. I don't, don't want to get into that. Um, 
I just say that uh, we all want the Hig, and I've seen people trivialize the miracle of the universe and trivialize childbirth, and that's fine if you have something to replace it, but I see them being miserable after. They kick out tradition with nothing to replace it, and I see my friends, my childless friends, miserable, and I go, you're denying yourself the Hig. And then as the Harris, and then I think, a part of this this magical weird force going on is what brought us together and and how weirdos congregate there's some sort of evidence of god there and then well, yeah. the fourth far-fetched point is and this is tangentially related to that but not really at all i just want everyone to say what the fuck's going on because when you're when you pussyfoot around things like heroin addiction more people end up dying you see a junkie in the street going you're going to fucking die junkie well I don't know if you're saying that to the guy is uh, effective. I'm not against it, really. Um, I want junkies to get bullied. I agree, but I think and their friends should bully them because that's going to be that'll be a bit more effective. Because and I bully like when I, you know friends who I'm concerned about in that way, whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever. Like I fucking won't hold back Sh- on but them. But shit at all. on them after they die too. No, it's, yes, there's no point in that. because then when the other junkie sees it, he goes, man, when that dude died, there was a big tribute to him, and everyone was saying R.I.P., and everyone showed their respect for him. I want that too. Uh, bye, cruel world. I don't know how much that's a, f- a factor. In- I think Dash Snow, thought one of, as he was drifting off, thought, I'm going to be a legend. This is the A-Track guy? No, another Who's guy this? who died of heroin. He was uh, an artist and a sort of uh, graffiti kid. In- well... Um, I think part of the whole Sid Vicious appeal is being immortal. And if we took away from that pedestal, less people would think, uh, this is a great route for me now that I'm depressed. Well, yeah, I don't think, well, I don't think it's that. Anyway, the big picture is you agree with me. God exists. (laughs) Feminists are hurting women. And no, no. junkies need to be ridiculed. And the fact no, that no, weirdos no, no. congregate is evidence of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll agree with that last bit. <laughs> no, but I, I think, well, all, all these things are connected in You're that. You're going to add on to that awesome ending? That was what, good. What, do you put foreskins it, back it was on good. circumcised guys? It was guys? crazy. And good. <laughs> but uh, but I, but you I think go to the ICU unit all of it with goes the like, foreskin and just start stitching it onto the little baby's penis? Now I'm thinking about it. Um, <laughs> no, but I think it all goes back to like, hey, let's look out for each other. I know that's like a little whatever, pie in the sky or whatever. But like, yeah, it's just, uh, hey. Oh, that's naive. You're opening a Pandora's box at the end. It's not look, naive. When, when they send troops over to kill jihadists, they're saying, hey, can't we all just get along? Uh, you're not letting people get along. I'm going to blow your head off. Everyone has the Hague in mind. I don't think And with so. that, we're going to wrap no, it I'm up. Saying- <laughs> Well, I don't believe in uh, There's a lot. I don't know. I I agree with Thanks you. Thanks for like, ruining it, my perfect. If ending. your friends are having a problem, you should reach out to them. I think we can just fade away. Just fade it out like a song. But you know, when people are gone, you can't. You all you can do is celebrate the good. That's all you can do. <laughs>